What's up, everyone? Welcome to the latest episode of the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for sophisticated ignorance and a place <laughs> where we can freely speak our minds. I am Caesar Walker. I'm Ronnie Gatry. And uh, guys, we know. We know this has been a while. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. What? I am Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. That's a title I wear proudly. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the emotion. Yes, man. We need emotion here today. <laughs> okay. Bring it. Well, I've got a lot. You got a lot? Thank you. I no, got no. three weeks worth in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> we've been out for three weeks. I'm the cool, calm, collected one, of course, but we've been out for three weeks. And okay, we get it, guys. Listen, let me let's 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 back up and let's let's make some things clear. Across from me, because usually I don't hesitate to let my uh, co-host who sits across from me know that he's trash. So allow me to kind of big him up real quick, okay? He is a good husband, ah. a good father, ah. um, killing it on the job. Ah. Uh, he's a great boyfriend to his side women. Um, <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. I didn't say one thing that wasn't true, all right? He's not killing it at work. But anyway... <laughs> Not killing them a job. No, no, seriously. He's a devoted father, a devoted husband, doing well. You're enjoying your job right I now. Am, I, I am. That's a blessing. It's always a blessing to enjoy your work. I wouldn't uh, say I'm doing well, but I'm enjoying it. Well, but I, I beat myself up. Yeah, so. Okay. Um, also, great. He's a coach, so he's he's devoted to helping kids and, and whatnot. So as a result, his his family has negotiated with him one day out of the week. One day. That's on a Sunday. That's when we record these podcasts, right? So he has a day for which he can go forth and just do him, right, for a few hours. And he chose it to do it with me, right? Oh, Walker. So I'm honored, right? Here's the problem with that, guys. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I was, I was Sundays are not always good for you, boy. Right. I mean, things come up, and for a sh- what three weeks straight, I think it was three weeks. Always had something. So here, yeah. so let's start the first one that's important to us, but clearly wasn't important to our uh, our focus group, right? <laughs> I love that our yeah. tribe, <laughs> if you will. Um, this guy named Jesus resurrected. Tell me more. Yeah. So uh, so uh, sounds some, like a one of a kind. Uh, <laughs> person supernatural yeah. if that i think they wrote a book about him okay anyway <laughs> um but no that was a day for family for i think you were even out of town that weekend were you yeah we yeah were, you were um, at a, we were at my uh, wife's parents place they they hosted easter this year so uh, yeah. okay yeah so i we were family hopping and i i figured out i figured it out gat my wife and i gotta have kids because and this is a messed up reason, not because we want them and love them. Sure. We're just trying to be stationary at the house on these holidays <sighs> because the the tug, the the pull on both sides of the family and my my family and my parents and her parents couldn't live more further apart from each other. Right. Uh, OK. But they're still in like the general city limits, yeah. so to speak. Okay. So we got to go from Chelsea to Fulton. De- I mean, it's, it's just yeah, it's crazy. Oh, it's wow. crazy. So we're hopping. Um, but anyway, we did that, um, the week prior to Resurrection Sunday is, uh, my wife and I celebrated seven years of marriage. Congrats, Yeah, so that was a holy, and it actually fell on that Sunday, our anniversary, so we were out of town that weekend. As you should be. Yeah, Yeah, so we didn't do anything major, just got away for a little bit, 
um, just me and her. So that was good. So that was another reason. Last week, I had to travel on Sunday for work. Okay. Um, went out to the Oakland area. Dude. The it, Bay Area, huh? Yeah. Okay. It was the Bay Area. Nice area that I stayed Dude, in. I've always wanted to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it was for work and not play, so I didn't get a chance to see all of it. Sure. Dude, it really is cooler up there. Like, it really is cool. Yeah. Like, I got off the plane and stepped outside the airport and realized I did this all wrong. <laughs> okay. All wrong. Because yeah. the wind, like, when the wind blows, the cold air coming off the bay. Uh, yeah, it's different. It's nothing to mess with. Nothing to mess with. Okay. It wasn't freezing cold, but it would get cool at night. Okay. Cool at night, cool in the mornings or whatnot. Um, It would warm up to, like... Upper 60s, low 70s in the day. So you can imagine just how cool that is when I stepped off the plane here and it's like 86 and lucky. I'm thinking you're talking about cool from like a cultural perspective. Yeah, I really get a chance to see the city. Oh, okay. So I can't okay. really speak on on that part. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But so, you mean temperature wise, cool. Right. Okay. Temperature wise. Gotcha. So no, it was actually pretty cool. So uh, yeah, that's where I've been the past three weeks, which is one of the pretty much the reasons why we didn't record but we're back so uh it's good to see you man how have you been man uh thank you for those kind words for for number for for starters i guess i could say mm-hmm. um really appreciate that okay you know i appreciate the time that you sacrifice as well oh i don't um, sacrifice that you're, much. you're the better half of the podcast so <laughs> <laughs> No, it's no, no, no problem at all. Gotcha. Um, but no, I've been doing well. Um, you know, uh, Walker, you, you said something about having kids and, um, my kids are a blessing. You know that. Yeah. And, and, and thanks again for coming out to my son's last T-ball game of the season yesterday. Tell us about the T-ball game. Um, do I have to get there now? I mean, you brought it up. Okay. What, what do you, I mean, what do you want to know? Well, Okay. Give, so, give us yeah, give us your your viewpoints on it. <laughs> so Gatchery, who I call Mister Detailed, I'm saying that with so much sarcasm. Hey, can you send me where you're going to be? Oh goodness, I can send you again, but it's in the text I sent you last time. It was all right. Yeah, the address was. So I pull up to the baseball park, <laughs> and there's ten fields. <laughs> Ten, at least ten. There are ten. There are exactly ten fields. So, of course, I have to stop by every field. No, 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 no. Let me paint the scenario for you. Okay. Let me paint the scenario okay. for you, right? There's not a lot of black people <laughs> in your neighborhood. So this black guy dressed in all black, roaming around the fields, didn't set anyone off? I would be surprised. So I already feel nervous. Okay. All right? So I'm like, where is this guy? Um, so eventually I hear your voice. Are you serious? Oh my gosh, yes, dude. <laughs> I was like, found him. <laughs> one dude, you have one volume. One volume. One preset volume. Walker. And it's loud. You heard me before you yes! saw me before you saw me? Dude, I heard you before I saw the field you were on. <laughs> I'm loud. If I'm really are, that loud, you ain't coach. I'm really that loud. Yes, yes. The first thing, the first thing when I saw you, I saw your wife. I was like, so is he normally this? She was like, yes, yes. Like I heard you, and I was like, ah, found him. 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you're a coach. You are a ball well, coach. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's I love, what, and I love it. <laughs> but I, but I think you have the personality. There's certain coach. There's certain kids who just respond to certain types of. Co- they can even be hard nosed, right? Yeah. But because of their energy, it becomes infectious, oh, right? Okay. And so it makes playing the game fun, right? Yeah. And that, I that's think all I try to do. I think you do a good job of it. Thanks, man. I think you do. You. you do a really good job of it. Uh, so. Gatry is a long term. I had one volume. You have one. It's a preset. Like you can't adjust it. It's a, yeah, dude. Like it's got twenty four. Like yeah, I know that voice. Okay. So yeah, man. Yeah, it, it was funny seeing you in your element and. You are having so much fun to where I'm like, if Noah doesn't do this again, I could see you still coaching. Yeah. 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 Like, dude, you were having a ball. Yes. You were having a ball. Like, I could see you. You were so comfortable out there coaching. So, yeah. yeah, It was was great. You just being the token. (laughs) YG being the token. You were just eating we were, it. I mean, seriously. No, I mean, not not just on our team, but out of both teams. Seriously. <laughs> we got one representative, two technically with the coach, but yeah. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but YG, he was tired. He was like, he, he was, was going through the motions. Yeah. He was going through the motions. He, but he was telling reason. one of the other coaches how tired he was. And um, my, my wife's best friend came in town uh-huh. on Friday. She's got three kids, mm. two of which are around his age, mm. and they stayed with us Friday night. So they had like this slumber party of all slumber parties upstairs. Uh, and so I doubt any any one of those kids went to bed before one. So I think oh, he, wow. yeah, I think he ended up paying for it on the back end. And of course, uh, he wakes up the next morning like he normally does, and they're still there. So he's like, "Let's turn up again," you know? Yeah, so anyway. gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. But no, we we did that yesterday. I got a video. Um, <sighs> text i got a text from you with yg asking me to come to his game (laughs) talk about manipulation (laughs) like i can't i can't crush this young kid's like he's 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 still believing in things right right? and i'm supposed to do what he says daddy is walker coming to the game (laughs) i want him to have faith in black people and black men specifically right yeah i can't be the reason he stops believing and you're you're different you're his dad you're his dad. He's gonna always hold you in a special place. Right, right. But I'm saying here here's outside an opportunity. That, yeah. Okay. Outside gotcha. of that, I have to I have to I have to reinforce his faith in, in humanity and in black people. Gotcha. So yes. Well, I'm I sure it meant a lot to him, but it meant a lot to me as well. Oh, so. No problem, man. No problem. Um but no, Walker, um kinda like you've been busy. Uh went to Cuba. During our uh, recording I've hiatus, never <laughs> been to Cuba. So okay. do tell how, how was that? Uh, it was incredible, and I'll be honest. If I get an opportunity to go back, I'm dropping everything. Really? So, oh my goodness! Yes. Huh. Uh, Havana. Now, now, now. Granted, we did a tour. We went on a cruise. It was it was a company thing. So we do a company cruise every mm-hmm. year, right? I know it sounds terrible, right? Um. So, I, <laughs> well, your flex game is strong. Right is it now. really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I'm not trying to flex, but hey, if the muscles contract, <laughs> <Ba-dum>. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. But nah, but nah, and um, I guess the, you know how cruises are structured. There, at least the ones I've been on, there's one like big ticket stop or whatever they call it. 
So yeah. this one was Cuba. And I mean, you don't get an opportunity to go to Cuba every day. So that so you had other stops. Yeah, we did Key West. We did Cozumel. Blah. But, I mean, everybody's here for Cuba, right? Don't do Key West like that. Key West is nice. Key West is okay. Don't do Key West but like that. Be, be, be a little bit more respectful. That was a nice line up there. It wasn't? You brought, you're going to tell me it wasn't. Listen. You're going to tell me it wasn't. Key West, Cuba, Cozumel. You tell me what stands out between the three of those. All three, if, you're, if yeah, your company's paying a, for a cruise. Turn your microphone off, 180, and walk out of here. Guys, we'll see you. Uh... <laughs> Dude, it's Cuba. You okay. Can, you can go to Key West whenever you want to. You can go to Cos whenever you want to. Everybody ain't able, fam. Anyway, Cuba brings a unique value with it, right? What's that unique value? It, uh, you can't go there every day. Can't go to Cuba. Okay. We, anyway. We're just going to keep going around the circle. Anyway, but yeah. Go ahead. So, um, Walker, one thing, one thing I heard a lot of before... Because it, it was it was like a buzz within our office. A lot of people were, were uh, telling us to be extra cautious because Cuba's a communist, communism, communist uh, country or whatever, right? And they don't allow people to eat after. I mean, it's just all this all this rhetoric, right? Okay. So I'm thinking, man, <laughs> like, and I had to ask one guy because he was in my pocket about like he was texting me after really? hours. So it, yeah. it was just it was just he, like he was concerned, but you know he's just he's one of those guys. But um, <laughs> one of those guys, <laughs> yeah, you know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he's, he's one of one them. of those. <laughs> so it got it got so nagging to me that I called him. This is the day before. It was the day, yeah, it was the day before he left or a couple of days before he left, and I was like, look, relax, man. I was like, think about it. We're on a carnival cruise. They're taking us to Cuba. Do you really think they're going to allow anything bad to happen to us if we say within the guidelines of the tour that the cruise uh, sets up for us? Sure. Sure. Like, come on, man. No, like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just that fear of the unknown that becomes infectious because... Was you you've you've been cruising several yeah. times. Oh, yeah. You've been to places that you wouldn't normally live. True. But the places that you visited, I mean, where you stopped, it was set up to be touristy. Like it's set right. up to be welcoming to people get up. Like they're trying to sell you things and yes. trying to you know, like that's a big part of their economy is people getting off the boat. So they're not going to create a reputation to where people don't want to come there. Like True. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's it can be silly. And and I, I hate to be I hate to play this card, but you know how it is. People that have never left the lines of this state of Alabama sure. always got opinions about stuff that they haven't even been people have more or less never been on an airplane. Sure. You know, it's just like yeah. Well <laughs> why don't you drive to Atlanta for a day? <laughs> right. Enrich yourself a little bit. And then let's have a conversation. But well, you know, if you're telling me the furthest trip you've ever taken was to Mobile Bay, we don't have anything to talk about. Well, and again, you're allowing, I mean, it's propaganda at the end of the day. Yes, like, that's you're allowing, all it is. You're allowing the news. You're allowing, and again, we've talked about the news. Like the news is, is nothing more than a filter, right? Yes. I'm only filtering out information I feel you should know. And dude, we get to, we get to Havana. This place is gorgeous. You got pictures? I do have pictures. Okay. We'll look at them afterwards. Okay. Um, people were incredible. You, you know, one thing, I was telling my aunt this yesterday. 
the one thing I love about the Cuban people that I had the the blessing to meet mm-hmm. was that they had a high level of pride, and a lot of, they took us into like a um, a, a housing project. Mm-hmm. And it, it's exactly what a housing pro what you think a housing project would be, you know, a lot okay. of low income, whatever. But I feel like a lot of these folks don't know any different, don't know any better, don't know any worse, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they just that sense of pride they had in Cuba just lit me on fire, you mm-hmm. know. And it was music playing in the streets, you know, kids like like actually playing outside with like mm-hmm. soccer balls and things, you know, because. Not every person has a cell phone in Havana. Yeah. You know, you yeah. don't see people walking around with headphones in. You see people communicating. Looking for the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Need the passcode. And yeah, parts of the city have eroded, sure. But that hasn't done anything to the spirit of these people. Mm. And I love it. I loved it. What so, did you take from that? Um, Just for, That's a really good question, Walker. Is it getting hot in here? Yes, because I don't feel the AC. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just saying. Um... It, it left me with a lot of questions that I had to ask myself. A, why isn't my pride in my nation anywhere near as deep as the pride, the pride that these people have? Mm. You know, I thought about my relatives in Nassau, right, yeah. who have a similar pride. I, I think that's why I was so attracted to it, because I'd seen you, a lot of this in my, in my family members. It resonated with you. And it's just like, I thought about, I thought about the term nationalist. Mm-hmm. So in Cuba, in the Bahamas, the term nationalist brings a different definition Absolutely. than it does when you come to United States. Sure. Because where does your mind go when I say nationalist, Walker? I mean, it's 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 been U- um, U.S. nationalist, white nationalist. You go to Charlottesville, right? Yeah, I guess. Okay, I guess. that that's where I go, and I'm I thinking, guess. well, that's not that's not me. That's not anything I would do. Sure. So I'm not a nationalist, right? Well, it's, it's, I don't even want to say, yeah, it's been kind of whitewashed, the term nationalist yeah. here, in, in such a very negative way, because you can be white, you can be a nationalist, you can have pride in country, but not necessarily be a bigot, if that makes sense. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me ask Again, you Again, it's been, it's been whitewashed. Right. The term has been whitewashed. Well, let me ask you this, and they may, this may be the name of our, of this podcast, but... Are there black nationalists? No. And no. see, your answer to that is what is kind of is no. kind of the answer to the question you just asked me. No. So how can I translate this energy back to where I oh, we still dealing with these issues? <laughs> you know, like right. Right. Yeah, okay. I'll just I'll just stand on the sideline and admire your nationalism from your respective countries. <laughs> yeah, it, but from it's... here from here where where I plant my feet in. I'm just going to continue to we still, deal with the as myriad a, of issues as we have a to people, deal with. As yeah. a collective group of people, we still feel like guests in this nation. Yeah. In this country. Right. right. So, you know, even though on an individual scale, you and I are doing well. Right. Absolutely. So it's hard for us to just sit up and just complain about any things that are affecting us personally. But we know that there are people who look like us who are being large, who are being marginalized and largely ignored. True. You know, so it's 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 hard. It's typical. It's difficult to take upon the mantle of being. I don't think we'll go as far as to say that we're nationalists. Uh, we're we're happy to live here. Yeah, yeah. We're we're thankful for the freedoms that we enjoy. But when you talk about nationalist, it's almost like 
I, my family, like my house, my house isn't perfect, but I ride hard for my house. There you go. The good and the bad. And I think for us as black people, it's difficult for us to ride for our nation for the good and bad, knowing we've been on the worst part of the bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it makes us a bit more apprehensive to, to just go hard like that, unless we've served in the armed forces or unless we, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, we, we've we've come close to death. We've seen some things that changes our whole world view of things. If we haven't had that experience, it's difficult for us to, to go to the next level in terms of being, calling ourselves a nationalist. Sure. So... That's that's what, and I guess that's why I asked, like, how how did that resonate with you? Like, what did you take from that? I don't know if I answered that question, but I mean, did I? In a way, you did. Okay. In a way, you you because you... it's, it's again, it just made me look look inward. Yeah. And think. Yeah. What's stopping me from having this level? Because I mean, I, we I, know why. I, I think about I think about just aesthetically, Walker. I don't know. I don't know if I own anything with the U.S. flag on it that. I would essentially be proud to put on my back as I visit other countries. Can you be a nationalist in a sense of you go hard for the ideals of this country? Yes. Not, necess- I believe, I not believe necessarily right. and, 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 what it is today. And let me clarify, there's nothing against the United States, sure. but but especially growing up, at, not growing up, but spending a lot of time in Nassau, mm-hmm. right? The the flag the flag being brandished there by the people means something a lot different than right. it does here. Right. But see flags everywhere. People people waving them proudly in Nassau. People waving them proudly in Havana. Yeah. You know, just like, where's my flag? Right. But when I pick up my flag, I get a different feeling. You know, I think it's 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 one of those things. Like, let's say, let's say if I was this dude like on social media and it's like. My wife is just this excellent woman and da 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 and look at our marriage. But meanwhile, I hardly ever come home at night. Mm. I'm doing all this stuff. So my wife was looking at me like, really? Right. Like you really, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you really yeah. want me to go hard? And I think that's that's kind of how, how it is for us is that we've seen the injustices that have happened to us. And so it's hard for us to have the same kind of energy as our counterparts who have come from a place of privilege and don't have to even worry about the things that we worry about. Right. So I, I think, I don't know how we get the same type of patriotism, so to speak. But I, again, I think it's subjective. I hmm. think people's experiences are so different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm going to always see something different. As a result, my level of patriotism can be different. Like I look at Colin Kaepernick as a patriot. Yeah. Because here is someone who exercising loves name. this country enough to where I'm going, again, we appreciate that in our friends. Yeah. I appreciate people who love me enough to tell me, hey man, what you did was whack. Yes. What you did was trash. Yes. I love you. I'm telling you this because I want you to be better yes. in this regard. Absolutely. So I think that can be patriot. It, it, I feel like just because we don't see, we may not see eye to eye doesn't make me more of a patriot than you. Right. It just means our ideals are different. And I think when we talk about the United States, the word united implies different. Right? Right. Because you and I come up from different you know, sides of the fence. Like We're coming from different places in life, walks of life. The way we see things are going to be different, but we should be united in the common goal, that being the ideals of this country. Right. I would think. Gotcha. So, anyway. 
we got on a little tangent, but yeah. what what well, what else was well, about? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna share this this last story, and it just it just tells about how propaganda can change so so many things, um, and then we can move on because we've probably been here too long. Um, so of course in our group, <laughs> I was I was a token as normal, you know, only black person, whatever. Shocker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. One thing one thing I'm blessed with is. I, I, well, is this one of the questions that white people ask Gatry? It well, it was a situation. Okay. That white people put Gatry in. Oh, it's a yeah. derivative but, of, but, of that. But there was a lesson learned here, okay? And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend too much time on the on the emotional end of it. Anyway, um part of this tour we had, there was a lunch, right? That that came with it or whatever. Okay. With this lunch, you get in this restaurant, which is very nice. They were singing for you. There was music. Mm. Uh, sangria, which I didn't think I loved so much until, mm. yeah, okay. Um, drank a lot of sangria. <laughs> so, um, anyway, you, you get a choice of a pork dish, a chicken-based dish, or a fish-based dish. Okay. So, um, we're sitting at the table, all of us, and uh, they're, asking, they're asking around, boom, 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 boom. They get to me. Everybody's ordering chicken, 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 chicken. They get to meet fish. It gets uncomfortable. Yeah. So they finish the table off, chicken, 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 chicken. So um, a person sitting next to me looks at me. I'm like, you know you order fish, right? I said, yeah. You know you know we're in Cuba. I said, yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. And I'm playing dumb because I, I just I want you to get out what you got to get out. And so he sits back, he relaxes, he didn't say anything else. So they, they, they bring all the food out, and dude, on my plate, it's this fresh red snapper, right? Mm-hmm. It's fried, but whatever. I mean, not battered, but it is it is fried. It's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, but it is succulent, Walker, and it looks like that before you take the first bite. And so I'm like, let's go. <laughs> bon <Yeah>. appetit! <laughs> So I start sinking in, Walker. Mm-hmm. And I look up. There's a guy crossing me, like, kind of eyeing my plate. I said, oh. I said, hey, man, you, you want some? He's like, man, that fish looks incredible. I was like, yeah. I said, you want some? He's like, no, no, no. He's like, no, I, I'd hate to get sick. I said, you, you feel like you're going to get sick? I said, you got a fish allergy. I said, I get it. Right. He's like, no, we were in Cuba. I don't know if, I don't know about fish, you know, just... That's weird here. And I was like, listen, I'm not going to say the guy's name. I said, listen, man. I said, we're in Cuba. I said, we've driven about 20 minutes in this country, in, in Havana, and a, a few surrounding cities. I said, have you seen one food processing factory here? He said, no. I said, do you think this country has the means to bring in a Monsanto type of organization to process the food? That they serve? I said, well, maybe. I said, I don't know how to get their food from. I said, look out there. We can see the ocean from where we mm-hmm. were. I said, look out there. <laughs> I said, this <laughs> probably came from out there <laughs> no more than two or three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I said, this is as fresh as it gets. And I said, listen. I said, we are on an island. Mm-hmm. I said, growing up in Nassau, Bahamas, I know that when I'm an island, I get fish or some type of seafood because it's not going to get any fresher. Then when you're and you're in the island country, right, right, the jaws dropped. Everybody's looking around. <gasps> Goodness, that, that I wish I had thought about that earlier. That makes perfect sense. Well, of course it does. Right. Now, do, seriously, do you want a piece of this fish? And I gave him some. And he was like, Ronnie, 
I made a mistake. I was trying to play it safe by getting chicken because chicken's safe everywhere. How do you? I mean, my, I, but, I guess, you, yeah. but my thing is, my thing is, by your logic, how do you know the chicken is safe? Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. no telling how fresh that chicken was. Yeah. All right. But yeah. I knew that fish. <laughs> but it's, it's part of the it's part of the the negative stigma that comes with Cuba. Gotcha. That it doesn't deserve. Gotcha. And I'm here behind this microphone to tell you and all seven of our listeners, Cuba is gorgeous. It's so, gorgeous. So when you finally did get sick off the fish, <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you go back and apologize? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. But that no, that's that's incredible. a good point. It was. Yeah. yeah. Good so, deal. Um, anyway, so the Cuba, food was good. Yeah, Cuba, culture. Black, black people in Cuba, dude. Tons of black people. Nice. I mean, with direct West African roots. Nice. Yes. Nice. So anyway. Um, yeah. I can't wait to go back. Yeah. Beautiful. So yeah, you dude. so you would definitely go back. Absolutely. You would you wouldn't even do a cruise, you would visit. I would and one thing I was very specific about asking our tour guide was because my wife didn't get to go on this trip. Sure. But I was like, I want to bring my wife back here. I want to bring my boys back too. Is it possible to fly? I said, I hate to ask this. I'm, I've, I don't even know. I was like, but can I go to Delta's website and find a flight? He said, Yeah, we have, we have 22 flights from different parts of the U.S., mostly Miami, that sure. fly here every day. Oh, okay. So I'm like, Yeah, I don't know if we'll, we'll, we'll really go. But when I came back, I was like, Listen, put whatever list we got. <laughs> Put Havana on there. We gotta go. Okay. Incredible. So. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed your trip, man. Thanks, man. All right. <laughs> I've been itching to talk about oh. Cuba. <laughs> Three weeks. <laughs> well, let's 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 get let's get to it. Uh, we didn't have a main topic. We just chopped it up and yeah. caught up with it one another. Um, you want to do get into our uh, our segment discuss or trash? Why not? We're recording, so, right? Last time I checked, we were. Okay. Um. So let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about some of the cultural references. I left one off of our list okay. that we didn't talk about. So a week ago or a weekend ago, um, there was two big cultural events that took place, right? Avengers Endgame that released and Game of Thrones. So that was the other one that we didn't talk about. Now, I've seen Avengers Endgame. Gatry here hasn't, right? Now, um, that's that stigma you just placed on this table. What hurts? What stigma, dude? What do you mean? You're shaming me. You're film shaming me. You caught that? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you're very perceptive. Go ahead, Walker. (laughs) I want to survive through this topic. You want to survive? I love how you're not giving it an option to discuss or trash. But continue on, sir. We're not going to. I'm trashing this. I'm going to trash it. There's no point in discussing it. I'm just going to say that you need to go see it. And I'm going to say that. And then I'm well, before I say that, let me ask you. On a scale of one to ten, being ten, I've already seen it. How interested are you in this movie? In seeing Endgame? Yes. Three. <laughs> Why is that? So what? Here's what I did, Walker. <laughs> and listeners, you got to You got to understand. Walker sees this movie, I think, 20 minutes after it's released, I feel like. And after sitting through, was it four hours? Three. It's four. It's three, three. hours and 50 minutes. You yes. had previews? That's four hours. No, it was about eight o'clock. Anyway, 
Walker texts me in, in all caps and says, you have got to go see this movie. It's great. Yeah. So, being a hype, the hype beast that I am, I know realistically that I have no shot at seeing this movie in the next month. There's no shot, right? I don't believe you. It's the truth. Four hours? And let's be honest, Walker. What have if, you if, done? If my wife pleasantly agrees to giving me four hours of leisure... I'm either going to be here recording with you or I'm going to be on the golf course. So no one <laughs> So no one in your village can watch the boys for 4 hours. Yeah, they can. See, that's why I don't believe you. But, that's when I say I don't believe you. I don't think you're that motivated to but see it. Here's the thing, Walker. You if, actually just answered my question. If that happens, of the options that I have with my wife and I, mm-hmm. of things to do, mm-hmm. Endgame is not going to be on that list. That's what I'm saying. It's not a priority. No. Okay. But here's what I did because I belong to Hype Beast of Jefferson County. Oh. This, this, and here's where I call you trash. Go ahead. I went Go ahead. and read all the spoilers for it. Listeners, does this sound like trash to you? <laughs> does this sound like trash to you? It, it gets better, Walker. And one of the spoilers I read, there was a link to a YouTube video to where the guy goes over the whole MCU, right, in chronological order. You know, all the movies. So. I'm like, man, this is exactly what I need. <laughs> so I, I can't look at you. <laughs> I watched. I watched this 40 minute. Is this your defense of not being no, trash? No. I'm looking at your face and I can't. <laughs> I watched this 40 minute YouTube video. You like, got him! <laughs> I'm gonna be ready. And what I realized, Walker, was that not only am I just totally not informed of the MCU, mm-hmm. I'm not even close. Because the way I think the MCU is forming, I'm not, like I said, uh 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 uh. This is what's really happening. And I mean, it leads you to Endgame and through Endgame. Sure. Right? And so I'm like, man, I'm just not even on the same street as the MCU. More or less universe. Right. See what I did there? Yeah, I did. So after seeing that, I was like, oh. (laughs) If I get a wild hair, I'll catch this when it comes to the dollar movie theater. If not, I'm waiting until Christmas for Netflix to have it. Or I'm going to watch it on the Disney boat when we go on our Disney cruise. Until then, let's record and play golf. (laughs) I'm, I'm too far outside of the walker. I'm not into it. Yeah, you're not. You know, I guess that's that's okay. I mean, here's one of the few moments where I nerd out yeah, about fine. the film, and and I've been following it ever since Iron Man. Yes, I've watched every Dude, one. I read I read this article from this uh, dad who talked about how from Iron Man one, he and his son have been watching all these Marvel movies over the years, mm-hmm. and. Avengers Endgame comes out the weekend he graduates college. Nice. Dude, and so they go and watch Endgame the night before his graduation. Oh, nice. Man, and he was just talking about how MCU has served as like one commonality for he and his son. Yeah. And he's, he's talking about all, you know, I love emotional talk. He's talking about all the emotions that come with his son getting to the point to where he's going to have a woman that he's going to watch these movies with and not his dad and what that's going to do to him him inside. And I'm like, man, come on. This is what life is about. 
the the movie has its emotional moments in it. Does it really? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I'm so saying you would love the you would actually enjoy the movie even without without being nowhere near the main plot. You, there will be a lot of stuff that goes over your head, but it's three hours. There's something in there that you're going to be like. I'm not staying awake the whole time, Walker. Let's just be honest. I have trouble enough staying awake in an hour and a half movie. Do you know how many times it took me to watch Avengers Infinity War all the way through? Don't tell nobody else. Okay. Right. Don't tell nobody else. Don't tell nobody else. Okay. <sighs> Lord. Okay. Game of Thrones. You're not going to spoil Avengers, are you? are you? No. Well, don't answer this. The only thing I want to see in Endgame is th- is how they take down Thanos. That's all I want to see. You Bullet. don't you don't give into that because I know you don't want to spoil it. Bullet to the head, huh? Hmm? So Game of Thrones. If you tell me Scarlett Johansson's character kills Thanos, I am done with no. Oh, okay, no, thank no, no, God, because no, <laughs> no, she has no mutant talent. But anyway, no, no. Game of Thrones. But the raccoon does. <sighs> Did you just spoil it? Hmm. Walker, I've got, I've got even, I've got even less to say about Game of Thrones. So I'm just gonna actually find the mute button on this microphone and hit it. Uh, I'm not into Game of Thrones. Okay, what's our next topic? We're, we're, but, but I don't want to be that person because you know there's always this person who strives to be the anti. I was just late to the party, and I, I think the same. Remember telling you before we started recording that HBO had a free like week. Yeah, where they were like leading up to like the Game of Thrones starting up or whatever, and so it's just a lot going on for me to. I'm, I know it's a good show. I know it's a good show because there are people of different cultures, different backgrounds, whatever, drawn to this show. So obviously, there's something there. But for me, it's just so much going on during the show that I'm like, eh. I don't think I'm a. I don't think I can watch this. Walker, listen to me. This is this is honest. When I when I got laid off from the company where you and I once worked, um, I was jobless for I believe it was six months. Okay. Okay. A mutual friend of ours, because you know there was majority of that period of time I had absolutely nothing to do. Okay. okay. We only had one kid at this time, and that kid was in daycare. Um, a mutual friend of ours gave me Game of Thrones seasons one and two. Okay. They were bootleg, of course. But I was like, man. Now I definitely know who you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> so now I'm thinking, what better time to, to embrace the phenomenon that is Game of Thrones? So I pop in season one, Walker. Couldn't do it. It was like the sweetest lullaby I've ever heard. Really? Oh my goodness. All this English talk. I can't understand half of the words. The, the section I walked in on was like a medieval porno. See, I don't have I don't have any desire for that. Yeah, like for me, I was like, if I could get around that yeah. and the rape and all that type oh, stuff. Is, is all that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. And see, I don't, from what I can, I, I probably I probably made it three I know it's more to the show than that, there. but it's, it's, it's things that, that I can't get around. I think in the first three episodes, there was none of that. Good. Right. should have caught those. <laughs> but I found out after the fact from our mutual friend who urged me to stick with it is they're trying to give you the layout of the family mm-hmm. so that when these other things that you just referenced start to happen, you're like, oh, well, he's having sex with his cousin. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, wow. I think that's part of the intrigue that is Game of Thrones and the death and the gore and the yeah, violence. Right. And right, all that. right. Yeah. I didn't even make it to that part. Yeah, I was actually prepared for that. I think I probably saw three people die in those first three episodes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, Gotcha. So, 
at that point, I was like, if if I have absolutely nothing to do in my life and I still can't stay awake enough to watch it, I'm probably not going to be inspired to watch any more of it. Okay. So that's all I got to say about Game of Thrones. Winter is here, though. Okay. Um, I'm not. I mean, hey, if people love it. Love it. Okay. I have my. I've already nerded out already. Okay, that's with, fine. With the Marvel comics, can, so. can we? Can, can I? Can I inject another discusser trash? Since we're talking about things we nerd out about, go for it. Tell me what pair of shoes you purchased yesterday. Oh, I didn't purchase any. I didn't purchase any. Talking about the uh, the. Ju- Whoa! Are you stone faced? Are you stone faced? Are you speechless? Are you speechless? No, I didn't get them. I didn't get them. They're nice shoes, but they they just I just decided not to get those. I already told you what I'm getting this year. I didn't get the Jordan Fours, okay? <laughs> Gatry's holding up a book uh, called Hung Tide, and I think we're going on 40 seconds of him not saying a word. Can you can you seriously? I want you to take a picture. This is going to be part of the things we use to market this episode. Okay. Are you going to smile in this picture? No, or are you no, just going I'm going to give you the same look. That you've been giving me? Okay. All right. I got you. Got you, buddy. Walker, I don't that sounds like a good book, by the way. Anyway, I didn't get... Let's, I didn't let's get, continue on because I, I feel like I'm living a nightmare. So are we going to trash this one? We're going to discuss or trash it? Let's go, Walker. I'm, I'm, in a very, go. I'm in a very vulnerable place right now. Kind of broken? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get them, man. I didn't get them. I didn't get them. All right. What's our next time? Um, I, I don't even know why I'm recording this podcast. I didn't get them. That mean I don't like them. I like the shoe. I just... Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I had a conversation with my wife about this. I don't collect shoes, for real. So, it wasn't a matter of me getting the shoe to have in my collection. Like, I'm aware. I'm aware of the shoe if I buy it. However, I already have, I already told you there's so, there's only so many Jordans I ever plan on buying in my life, right? You need to seek therapy. I need to? Yes. Okay. So there's only one pair of Jordans out there left that I, two actually, the white cement threes. And the bread 11s. And the bread 11s. Okay. At least you still have some hope for your life. So any shoe other don't, that are don't not give up hope yet, Walker. What do you you've, mean? You've got a long life ahead of you. You're, I was looking at the fours. I was looking at the fours yesterday. I was like, it's a nice shoe, but I just know it's gonna sit in my closet. It's just gonna sit. Okay. Facebook. Dude, what, are, you, what are we doing here? When are you gonna wear yours? <laughs> oh, again. <laughs> I wanted to wear them yesterday, but it's too much rain. There's twenty percent chance or more there are no Jordans on my feet. Okay. Um, Facebook. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. You want to lead in with this? You need to start talking again. No, I don't. I don't know what to say, Walker. You've taken me to you taken me to a very dark dark place, dude. I told you early in the year there was only one other pair of Jordans I was getting this year. Did you forget? Did you forget? Did you forget, Walker? Bring us into the Facebook bands, please. You, so, you keep wanting to take me there. It's dark there. I don't want to go there. Well, I'm about to take you. It's dark with Facebook. It can't be darker than you not getting the the OG bread fours. Yeah. They're OG, man. They got they they got the real logo on the heel. You're being you're being very emotional right now. 
Go ahead, Walker. Okay. You can't what? I can't. I, I don't. I've put in the wanted ads for another co-host for months. <laughs> you better have a breakdown because no one's no one's responding. Yeah. How nope. are you not excited about the the bread fours? Oh, jeez. How can you how can you just approach it with a you want to get them? No, that's not acceptable. I didn't want to get them. You know, you know what that's like? It's like saying, you know what? You know what? I'm just not going to breathe anymore. You know what it's like? Right. I'll tell you exactly what it's like. It's like, I'm not interested in Endgame. That's exactly what it's like. That's what it sounds like. But you know how I took that? On the chin. I'll let you live. That's fair, Walker. That, that's really fair, actually. Goodness. But you're in the culture, though. Like, we've had sneaker talk. We still will continue to have them. I'm not in the MCU culture. Eh? Okay. You're black. Don't do that. Don't do that, please. Okay, I'm, I've, I've released. I'm good now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Yeah, yeah. All right. I got it out. <sighs> All right, so Facebook. Facebook decided last week. It was last week, right? Last week. You don't even care. You, you... I care. I just can't keep track of time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Today is Sunday. Thank you. Okay. Um. So Facebook decides that... People who embody hate speech, I'm paraphrasing here, um, that they're banning, not their ideas, not posts or not just people who embody certain ideas. Sure. Right. Um, At the top of the list were your Alex Joneses. Mm. Right. I didn't realize he was at the top of the list, but okay. Oh yeah, all right, yeah, and of course the the honorable Louis Farrakhan, right? Okay. Um, <coughs> excuse me. What did you think about that? Um, I think it's trash. Well, Not from a topical standpoint, but from like a functional standpoint. So we are going to discuss this. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about. It. We're okay. going to top it up because I'm going to take you somewhere else within this conversation. Okay. Um. And I think I think how you brought it in kind of synopsis my my thoughts about it because it's like Facebook's approach is going to be we're going to create an algorithm that when you use words like this 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 or this couple of words like this 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 or this we're going to ban your content right because we dictate that as hate speech right mm-hmm. they're too, they're, the English language is too, far too robust. <laughs> <laughs> sure. For something like a sim- simple algorithm to really weed out what you determine to be hate speech. Right. Now, when you bring in the Farrakhan's of the world and you want to target them as participants of hate speech, I have a big problem with that. Right. Just because I believe that since you're at the steering wheel of this movement, you have given yourself the right to not dig a little deeper and find out the root causes of what Farrakhan really stands for, right? Sure. Um, I'm putting on my black nationalist hat here. But what about what about the myriads of other movements that are out there? Sure. On the other side. Are are we are we being public about us targeting them as well? Or are we staying only on one side of the fence here? That's a good question. It's a good question because my thing is even 
even you would think that hate speech would be clear cut, but it's not as clear cut because no. it's very it's very subjective. Yeah. So what what standards are we applying to determine what is hate speech and what isn't? And who is Facebook to serve as a police officer for that? Right. Right. Um, I mean, I get it. If if someone's being threatening or threatening harm to a group of people or whatever, sure, get them out of here. Yeah. But if if it's a matter of oh, I disagree with you, that's hate speech, then you're defeating you're defeating the whole purpose of what it is that you're doing. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean it's it's social media. Right. People are going uh, to be... Keyword social. Right. So my thing is if we're at this point, because either people are going to go elsewhere to promote their ideas and mm. whatnot. And to me, I feel like this could be, and, and I'm not making no predictions, but this could be the beginning of Facebook's downfall, in my personal opinion. Uh, I think I think you're reaching, but... It could be. I'm just saying it could be because now you're starting to police... You're policing in a very minute detail how people should think. And it opens up the door for other technologies to say, hey, we'll take your hate speech. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, I hate to put it like that, but you know what I'm saying. Right. And, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's going to happen next year or whatever. But if, if, if Facebook continues down this path, because my, my thing is we're only getting worse with this. True. So my thing is like you're you're going to create other other platforms that people can speak freely on. Do you think this could be a calculated calculated effort by Facebook? And by by that I mean, do you think Zuck's got something else up his sleeve that this particular or this particular statement is probably giving birth to? Maybe. Could be. Okay. Just, I mean, that's just a, that's a wild thought. I, I agree with you that it's trash in a sense to where you're banning people that you don't really know and understand. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because every, every again, is is not a monolith, right? Like, right. I agree with some things you feel get, and some things I don't agree with, and vice versa. Sure. Am I going to throw the baby out with the bathwater just no. because I don't agree with you on this one? couple of things there, or whatever. There's way too much more to us. Absolutely. Than to let one disagreement just erode everything. And my thing is, we should also look at these people in the same way. Yeah. Whatever ideas and things that they're putting out that are harmful to society, then we don't allow that. And they should know and understand that. Sure. But we're just not going to ban that person because <coughs> I mean, there me. are people who appreciate what a Louis Farrakhan. I'm pretty sure there's people who appreciate what Alex Jones does. Right. You know, right. so on, on the other end. So yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's I think it's it's whack for Facebook. But again, I'm telling you, when you start censoring when you start censoring people, people that have an impact on a large group of people, you're gonna see people start to rebel. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see people start to look elsewhere. Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. Like if you th- unless Zuck has a plan like you alluded to I could see this beginning to be the Facebook eroding, hmm. but can I, just, can I ask you a really, really um, lame and corny question? Go for it. You asked about at least three of those. Okay. Where am I now? This will be your first one. Okay. Being a astute member of the black community, 
Could you teach me how to zucky? <laughs> so we're going to move on to the next topic. Um, can, can, can we stay in the house of Facebook for one second or actually 30 seconds? What do you think about Instagrams removing the likes in future release? Have you heard about it? No, I have not heard about it. Okay, so it's it's being it's being discussed that Instagram may remove the like feature intentionally. Intentionally, here's the thing: social experiment. It's okay, but potentially, I'm sure there's a control group right now that's testing this right with the beta release. Um, but think about it, Walker. I think it's compelling, and if anything, I'm here for it. You've scrolled. You, you don't spend a lot of time on social media. But when you do, you scroll through. There have been things that have caught your eye. There have been things that haven't. There, You've been put in a position to where, am I going to take this index finger and hit that heart or double tap or not? The, the psychological factors that lead you to that mm-hmm. are so remedial. Case in point. Some content comes up. You know you like it, but it's got less than 10 likes. You're going to think, well, why ain't nobody liking this? You know what? I'm going to keep scrolling. I'm not going to like it, even though I know I really like it. Vice versa. Oh, Champagne Poppy put something out here. There's 200,000 plus likes. (laughs) I don't even know what he's talking about, but double tap. Mm. Get rid of all that, man. Get rid of all of it. I'm here for that, Walker. I'm here for it. Your thoughts in three, two. So can you comment? Yeah, you can still comment. You can share. You can do all that stuff. But that one action, that heart, going away. Interesting. Um, I think that's more of a social experiment. Okay. Because I, I, I think a lot of... A lot of businesses, a lot of... People's business model is based off of that heart. True. So for you, that to go you use away, those likes to market you, your effectiveness, right? And you got people who reach out to who they call influencers to market their products. Sure. It's a very effective way of doing that. You remove that heart, you don't know who's influencing who. In that regard, you do. Do you? Do a follower account? No, you do. You, you, that's one way of you're, doing it. You're not an influencer until you have a certain amount of followers. Huh? Okay. Okay. Now, we've been trained to think that likes come with followership, but who knows? Maybe it doesn't. How much of an influence are you really? Can you influence me even even if I take your like away? Oh, well, I understand what you're getting at, but as a, as a company and business, I don't know if I'm willing to take that chance on someone. Well, Walker, no, but no one cares about that. <laughs> no one in this room. Right. <laughs> but that—that's all I'm you, saying. You got a good point. That's right. all I'm saying. Like I, I this will be short lived. I okay. think that will be short lived. There, there's so much riding on that heart. Sure. There's so a lot much. of smoke around it. We'll see if it actually happens. I'll but be surprised if it does. As your co-host, Ronnie G, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. By the way, starting tomorrow, I'm going on another social media fast. It's gonna be epic, and I plan on well, I'm doing. I'm gonna blow you up on Facebook tonight, then. <laughs> Have at it. You got. You got less than twelve hours, buddy. 
No, I, I, I plan on doing some, some serious reading and uh, spiritually, definitely. Like, I've been reading my Bible a lot this yeah. year. Daily. But there are other readings and stuff I want to get into as well. Okay. And and I know for me, social media would eat into that. So I'm going I'm going away from it again. You do I don't another know I, three weeks or Um I may do another three weeks. I may I may actually do the month. Okay. I may actually do the whole month. Um but there there, there are things I want to do. Uh, personal development. That'll be my focus. Um quality time with my spouse, number two. And three, working on other ventures and things that I, that that I'm dreaming about. So during these fasts, do you just uninstall? Do you just um, uninstall the apps from your phones and like? Yeah, it makes it easier. It makes it easier. Now it was tough for me on Instagram because you know so we monitor our page. Sure. Which, by the way, you can go follow us on the tipping point at Instagram. We didn't right? even say that at the beginning. Yeah, we've told them enough. We didn't tell them about the tippingpoint.com either. You can do that at the end. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but so last time I didn't. When, we, when I went 21 days, yeah. I didn't uninstall the app. Okay. I'm thinking about doing it this time. Though. Wow. Thinking about doing it this time. Okay. So that way the temptation is not even there to do it. And it's, it's almost kind of like I'm not going to eat cookies, so I'm not going to buy cookies. I'm going to get them out the house. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Okay. But anyway, um, let's talk about uh, Taylor Swift. Okay. T-Swizzle. Uh, you, know, you know, Walker, I'm going to kick this off by using one of your favorite adages. Imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Absolutely. But uh, social media, black Twitter, is unforgiving. True. Unforgiving. So, for you that have no idea what we're talking about, uh, one of Walker's favorite artists, Beyonce Knowles... Um, Hail to the Queen. <laughs> Launched a documentary on Netflix, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this is a guy who doesn't consume a lot of Beyonce content. Um, and it was from her Coachella show last year, of which she had um, HBCU-oriented marching band. I believe these these participants came from different uh, learning institutions. Mm-hmm. And they all came together to help put Beyonce show together. So it was incredible. <laughs> I can't say that enough. Uh-huh. So um, young young Taylor Swift is on the sidelines watching and thinking, I can do that. But, you know, I'm going to put a different little spin on it. Instead of going to HBCU, <laughs> I'm going to do other. <laughs> Million dollar band? Million MDB. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Taylor Swift oh, show. A whole lot of mayonnaise. Yes. Whole lot of unseasoned chicken. Off, <laughs> 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 oh, good job. Good job. <laughs> um, I haven't seen Taylor Swift show, so I don't know if I'm if I have any liberties to say or to get my opinions on it. But let's just stop at the optics here, Walker. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't feel good about it. I have no desire to see Taylor Swift show. I'm not. I got a couple Taylor Swift songs I listen to. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where she's coming from on this one. Has she released any statements? 
I don't know. Her camp hasn't released anything. Does, does she have a hive? I'm sure she does. Okay. Okay. I'm sure she does. Gotcha. Okay. Well, what do you think, Walker? I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I'm just I just been here for for Black Twitter. Okay. Black Twitter has not let me down. You wanna know what someone posted? What? They've been doing the side by side of her and Beyonce. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> Someone said, okay, ladies, let's promote colonization. <laughs> Someone said, if you could visualize the taste of LaCroix. Of what? what? LaCroix. <laughs> Dude, LaCroix is so gross. Oh, my goodness. Dude. Dude. What in the Melania copying Michelle speech is this? Fam. Black Twitter, y'all gotta chill. <laughs> Let somebody live. I owe, I owe Black Twitter a Christmas present. Oh my goodness! I'm just here for the memes. Yeah. That's all I'm here for the memes. Well, well have, have we discussed this, or are we gonna trash this? Um, let's discuss it. Okay. Let's discuss it well, briefly. You, you got my sentiments. Let's hear what you gotta say. I think this is proof. This is so much proof that our ice is so much colder. Mm. Okay. Because you see us, you act like you don't see us, but you see us. Well, and you know, you know what's compelling. And you love, you love it. You know what's compelling, Walker? What's that? As I'm watching this Beyonce documentary, as they're they're surveying the crowd, it's Coachella, right? So we know who, in large, are not going to make up the majority of the population. One thousand percent. So to your point, yeah, they're watching. They're watching. They, they love it. They're consuming. They're here. <laughs> they're here for it all. They're here for it all. They um, just you look through history. We've always been the source of entertainment. Absolutely, for all different colors and races of people. I mean, yeah. we've been it. We're the go-to. Yeah. So, absolutely, you open it up with saying imitation is is the biggest form of flattery, right? Yeah. Exhibit A. Exhibit A. Here it is. Yeah. What are you doing, Taylor? That makes Queen. And other people who look up to her say, you know, that Taylor Swift show was lit. <laughs> and I almost hate it for Taylor because she can't even get any genuine feedback on the show because all of her press has been a direct comparison to Beyonce's Coachella and you, show. And you can't do anything as long as there be, there's a beehive around. No. They're, they're not going to let you live. Gee whiz. I just feel bad for that, for that popul- uh, population. That has allegiances to both. Like, what, what kind of situation are you putting them in? But anyway, one more, one okay. more. Okay. Someone says Popeyes versus KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. That that's that's actually really good. When he f's me good, I take his ass to Panera. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Black Y'all Twitter. Gotta, Got to chill just a little bit. No, undefeated. Lean in. I need you to lean in for me. All right. Less than twelve hours. I need y'all to lean in. Okay. I'm getting off of this piece, but yes. Okay. That was great. Um, we've been along so far. I'm gonna bring up Joe Biden. I can trash this. One. We can trash it. Okay. Not, nothing to see here. Okay. Bun B. Glad, glad you're running, but you're you're not going anywhere. You don't think he's gonna win? No. no. Who's, who do you think is gonna win? I don't know. Okay. He's not gonna be Joe B. I think he's got a good shot. He's not going to win. Trash. Bumby's home invasion. Discuss. Okay. Only because I heard the interview. 
You was going to trash it before then? Absolutely. Why? Um, hearing hearing Bond and his wife talk about what actually happened gave it a different different feel for me. What feel you had before? Um, it, it's so hard to tell with me, and, and I think I think I'm I think I'm desensitized to so much. And it was like I I listened for keywords like or phrases like R.I.P. or kill or death. And I didn't hear any of those. You know what I'm thinking? The home invasion. I'm, and I preface this what don't give me that look. I'm desensitized a lot. Because I consume a lot of a lot of media. Goodness gracious. So I was just like, but but I but after hearing their interview on the Breakfast Club, the one thing that resonated with me were the dynamics of this marriage. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't remember Bun B's wife's name. Queenie. Queenie. The role that she took when all this was going down to protect her husband. Oh my goodness, that's love, man. Man, that, that's because lo- you instinct like you don't even you don't even you just react. Yeah, you react in such a way to where I'm going to protect this person who should be protecting me. Exactly. But I love him so much because in her mind she was thinking, oh, they're here for him. Yes. So I'm going to stall as long as I can until he can get he can get can his get weapon. His, yes. Which could have cost her, her life. Right. I think I think what saved her life was that she said bun. Uh, you think so? Yeah. Cuz I guess I, I don't guess think the, the person knew cuz she was house they were run up in. He yeah. she said bun. And the dude was like, because she, cause she kept offering the car. Yeah. Because she didn't want him to take her into, the, he saw the bedroom, he didn't yeah, want. She's concerned about getting raped. And, right. Yeah. So he wasn't even jumping at the car. But when she said bun, he Something was. Something triggered with it. He was like, where's the car? Yeah. Let me get out of here. Gotcha. Basically. Yeah. I'm going to take something. There's a trilogy in here. <laughs> and he he found out. Yeah. He found out just how tr- but yeah, man. Like so, so basically, Bun was like, "She the real hero." Yeah, for real. So, but yeah, just but that—that's the reason why I think it's worth discussing because I heard the interview, and that part out of the entire interview is what stood out the most to me. I just couldn't imagine like home, the, like the whole home invasion thing is so nuts for me, yeah. and it's one of those things to where, like, even when Bun was talking, he was saying. This is it. Like, this is the moment, like, I feared and whatnot. And you just always wonder what is going on in your mind when you're running to get the gun. Right. Like, do you think this is going to be my last day here? Um, you know what I'm saying? And like, then also on the other end, am I going to end somebody's life? That's a lot. That's a lot that's of a lot, things to That's think a about. lot. Right. Right. So, it, it was, to me, it's, it's always intriguing. I'm so happy that... To me, I felt like this situation couldn't have ended even like more perfectly. True. Um, no, they're okay. No, no one died. No one died. His wife is a little shaken up. Yeah, still. the emotional. Yeah, toll. she's still shaken up. And do they? Move, they're moving out of the house. Bun says they're not. They're moving out of that house. If, if she says let's go, he gotta go. Exactly. You gotta go. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I'm I'm happy that they're that they're safe. Um. I'm happy that the person who did this. Um, is in behind bars. Um, so yeah, um, um, more pr- prayers to prayers to their family. Let, let me ask you this, Walker. You and I are, are both Christian men that are married. We we know it's ingrained in us 
we got to lay it down for our wife and our family. Meaning if it comes down to it, y'all taking us, y'all not taking them. Right. Us meaning you and I each being husbands. Sure. Um, what about the other side of that? Which is there is, another side? What do you mean? Do you risk it all for your family at the at the point of threatening someone else's life who has threatened your family's life? Or do you or as Christians, do we just kinda protect and shield and say, if you're gonna inflict pain on anybody, it's gonna be me. But I'm not gonna do anything. Because because as Christians we're we're taught not to kill. Mm-hmm. And then as husband, as Christian husbands, we're taught to lay our life down for our for our spouses. But that was another thought I had. Like as I heard about Bun emptying clip after clip. Yeah, I, I think I, that's a good question. I, I think that everyone's everyone's moral compass is different. Sure, and I think. I think for me, I don't even know if I would even have a gun to shoot the person. Okay. So it kind of changes it. Well, it doesn't me. have to be a gun. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, but it would help in this yeah. situation. If he has a gun brandishing it and, and waving it, I don't have, I, how can I get to him with anything? True. You know what I'm saying? But you. But in a situation, if I have a gun, um, I'm putting him down. Okay. I'm not. I'm not going again. Or Bun got even if sh- not, you're emptying the clip. <laughs> sure. Okay. I'm. I'm putting him down. Okay. And yeah, I'm not going to be in this because there's something that you just think about anyone messing with someone you love. Yeah. It takes a manner of self-control even in that moment to not go for the head uh, yeah. and take them out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. when it comes, you don't know what you'll do when it comes to the ones you love and have sworn to protect. Right. And someone is messing with them. Someone is, is tormenting my wife. I may in that, you know what I mean? In that, I know that I'm not supposed to kill, but I'm also here to protect my family. Absolutely. So I think there's that factor of the home invasion kind of changes things a bit. Okay. If I can put you down without killing you, I'm going to do it. But if you leave me no choice and you're aiming for me, I got to get you down any way I can. Okay. If he dies, he dies. But I'm try- my goal is to put you down and protect my family. Gotcha. Even okay. if it means me risking my life in the process what you're not going to do is is injure or cause harm to my family. Gotcha. Okay. So that's 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 how I look at it. All right. I feel like that's noble. I feel like because my thing is we've 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 seen these stories before. Whole family gets taken out. Sure. That ain't. I'm I'm gonna see to it that doesn't happen. Gotcha. So yeah. Okay. There will be there will be at most two casualties here. Okay. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, Drake and Cardi next. We can trash that. Trash. Um, this is one of your favorite topics, Walker. <laughs> been been waiting for it for three weeks. What you got? NBA playoffs. Okay. All right. Did you watch the game last night? I did. Okay. Um, the game last night being the Houston Rockets sure. and the Golden State Warriors. Sure. <laughs> and it's so funny how we have difference of opinion on what that game was. You know, you say the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors, and I say 
game between two teams where there's really nothing to see here because we know how the story ends. <laughs> okay. Which we're going to discuss this. I guess you figure that out. Which brilliantly goes to my once a year soapbox. You set of the all NBA. this up on your own. I did because I want to go here. Clearly, <laughs> Walker. I like to I like to kind of ease my way into topics. I'm not doing that with this. The NBA is rigged. It's rigged. Evidence. Man. Evidence. This year, the playoffs in particular, they know nobody's watching because your guy's not playing. Um, your guy being LeBron James. You said Dwayne Wade? <laughs> so, I think the powers that be kind of constructed some... Um, some entertainment value in the first round for your beloved Golden State Warriors in the tunes of having that series go six when we know, honestly, if we're playing straight up, the Warriors are cleaning the Clippers. Cleaning, right? Okay. But they do this to get people to watch. So ratings go up so people can stay in their jobs, right? Um, we we know nothing's happening in the East. We know whoever comes out of the East is not going to matter. Right. I don't even I don't care if it's Philly, it doesn't matter. Right? We know how the story's gonna end. Okay. Don't rig it. If the Warriors are gonna blow everybody out every series, let them blow it out. Don't let the refs get in there and you know and try to change things up. Let them blow everybody out. That's and that's all I gotta say. Don't rig it. It's rigged. So they just started in the playoffs, you think? Well it. I think during the regular season, there's there's more there's more legroom given, if you will, for the to, for the games to play themselves themselves out. When the playoffs start, if the usual subs, suspects are there, let them go. Okay. I always think Don't manufacture the, the outcomes of these games. I always think the rig conversations are intriguing to me, um, because everyone's rationale is a little different. Because one of my partners is. NBA was rigged for the whole LeBron James deal. So now I'm hearing LeBron James not even in the picture, but I'm hearing a different Story. argument. Yeah. Um, it's always intriguing. Here's why I don't exactly agree with your theory. is because what we are seeing Golden State do in the playoffs, they've been doing all regular season. They've been doing all regular season. They'll have games where they play like the world beaters we know them to be. Then here comes Charlotte. It's a, it's a Monday night. No one's watching. <laughs> my and point they exactly. Thank play you. like hot garbage. You proved my point. Actually, I haven't yet. You said nobody's watching. So here's... No one's watching because it's not televised. Right. This thing's all about ratings, Walker. So my whole point is, why lose? No one's watching. So you want them to lose because it becomes a story. Right? Yeah. If no one's watching, who cares? It doesn't even make the highlight real. In the playoffs, everybody's watching. Here's my point. Is that if you've done this throughout the season because you know you're good, you know you're good. You know you can beat every team in the league. You just don't bring your A game because of the 82-game season. You develop this habit of turning it on and off at inopportune times, which is what we see the Warriors do. So what happens is 
they turned it off against the Clippers and couldn't turn it back on. That's garbage. Okay. You know why it is? Why is that? Because this series with the Rockets is going to go seven. Just like it did last year because the ratings were through the roof when it went seven. Okay. Now, will CP3 get hurt again? Who knows? (laughs) My guess is probably. Um, But it's going to go seven. The Warriors are going to win. And they may not lose another game until the Eastern Conference. Or not Eastern Conference. Until the NBA Finals. That's all I got to say here. It's garbage. All I know, I will say this. Kevin Durant is going after this year. Can I trash that? I just said that he is. He's, you don't think he's leaving? That's trash. So he stays. If you're Kevin Durant, why would you leave? Because he's Kevin Durant. And and then do what? If you say New York Knicks Walker, please tread lightly here. He can go to the Clippers. <laughs> Thank you. He could. Because, because think I about think Kawhi goes, though. I think Kawhi goes to the Clippers. Plays for Doc? Yeah. That could be compelling. He's been, he's been trying to get back to LA like the past year or so. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be an interesting offseason either way. Because don't forget, AD's still out there and LeBron's still talking to him. Um, here's why, here's why, if you're Kevin Durant, it makes no sense to go to the Knicks, even if Kyrie inside. I don't think it does that. either, but. Okay, it, so it also, I don't it, have to. I don't have to unpack. But that. it also doesn't make sense for him to be on Twitter with burner accounts, doing well, all ridiculous stuff. That's a personal issue. Like he needs. He oh, needs to, now that's a personal. He needs to find a chase lounge, lay in it, lie in it. I don't know what the proper term is. And he needs to talk to somebody. He needs to get these issues out. He's sensitive. He needs to own it. So you don't think an emotional, sensitive person can't make irrational decisions? <laughs> is that what you're trying to? That do? seems like a pointed question. <laughs> Take it how you want. <laughs> Seems like he gave the listeners a snapshot to my daily life. <laughs> Hold on, let me adjust the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was me. <laughs> no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. People have been questioning Durant's rationale ever since he's left OKC. Well, how would you question that? How could you? He made it clear that he wanted rings. He he left and got rings. I ain't mad at him for that, but I'm saying people have questioned his rationale. Well, this wouldn't be the first time someone questioned his rationale. Is what I'm saying. No, and I don't think you should question the move to, to Golden State. He told you what he went there for. Sure, he got it. Listen, Durant has come out on a better end of that decision. Thank you. I'm just saying it <coughs> wouldn't be the first time someone has questioned Durant's decision. Well, you can question whatever you want to. Okay. So why are you questioning him going to New York? Because that makes no sense. Okay. Unless he says, well, I didn't secure the bag in Golden State. I can secure the bag in New York. And I just don't care about winning a championship ever again because this franchise is tainted. Even with a Zion Williamson and a Kyrie Irving, if it were to happen. Okay. There you are. Get me out of here, Walker. You said you wanted to talk about, there's another sport that's with some oblog, you know, Object that and, you and Walker, move across the field. I promise you, I did not want to talk about the NFL draft, but I'm thinking of again. This is a term I love to use. I'm thinking of the optics. I'm wearing my beloved Jets T-shirt. For those listeners that don't know, this is my team. Even though I hate their guts, they drafted Quinn and Williams from another beloved Alabama Crimson Tide. Another Tyler. Bama. They they all right. So Jets usually don't one for do, two this time. 
Have you seen? Where, where is what's his face? D Milliner. Yeah, he he's cutting grass in my neighborhood. <sighs> Look like him at least. Um. <laughs> but no. So so I got the jet shirt on. Jets drafted Quentin Williams. And I feel like for some reason we gotta talk about the draft. Um, the NFL draft, I didn't I didn't watch all of it. I probably watched the first five picks. Uh now it was more than five because when the Giants drafted that Dwee by the Duke, I just don't know what was going on. But Sam. What? Joe Budden? <laughs> just watch that. Just watch that. I think that. I know what you're talking about. Oh my <laughs> Wrong team. Goodness. Wrong sport. <laughs> oh right university. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yes, unleashed. Great, but great commentary. My my thoughts of the draft in general for entertainment value are pretty meh, but it's somewhat current, so I guess we ought to talk about it. I could trash it. Okay, let's trash it. I don't care. Cool. Congratulations, to everybody got drafted. But I realize just how much I don't care about the NFL. Yeah, and. It's getting like it's it's starting to surprise me, Gat. Gotcha. Like at this point, because I'm like, I, I don't care. I don't. I don't care. There was intrigue. I've even tried to care. <laughs> there was intrigue about the first five picks for me, and literally after that, and it, I I kept abreast through uh, my you know my ESPN app trying to see where other Bama guys went. I didn't even get excited but, when Jared Sidham got picked up by the Patriots. Well, because you know how the story's going to end. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Which could work out for him. If he, I mean, if he. Brady gets hurt, he plays amazing for a few but, games, but, signs a great contract, and goes off into obscurity. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Jimmy Garoppolo calling? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt Castle? Matt Castle, yeah. Online, I was trying to think of too? Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. And care. all he has to do is come in there and be average. That's it. That's it. They'll handle the organization will handle the rest. Right. It's a great situation to be in. Man, when he got drafted, I was like, "You couldn't have landed in a better spot." So, whatever. Um. Okay. Let's get to these segments, Walker. The real segments. Um. Let me do. Let me do my shout out. Okay. I'll do a shout out. Uh. I want to shout out. I'm. I'm going to butcher his name. Um, not this first name, but the last name. David Wonk. He's the founder of a skincare, online skincare solution called Pure Tropics. Right? Black guy. Young young cat. He was a former pilot who ventured off into this, uh, this, this arena. And his business is now valued at seven figures. And he's... A former pilot now. He's walked off his job and is now doing this full time. Um, of course, he's on. He's pushed his products through social media and whatnot. Making a killing doing his thing. Um, I just want to shout him out just because that's that's what we aspire to do. And whatever our, our you know dreams are is to walk off of the daily grind and do what we love full time. Making a killing. And living life. It's the American Dream Walker. Yes, it is. His last name is Wonk, and you couldn't pronounce it. W O N G K. I, I haven't seen oh. a pronunciation of it. Okay. Yeah. I've even seen the K be separate from the Wonk, so I, I don't even know how 
to pronounce that. Okay. I don't want to try and butcher it up. But yeah. he's my shout out. Cool. Um, my shout out is, um, you know, I like local flavor. A uh, young lady by the name of Jillian Jolly. Okay. You're looking at me like, God, who is that? Technically, I'm not looking at you, but go ahead. Okay. You're, you're right. Um, <laughs> Jillian Jolly is a um, graduate of Ramsey High School, recent graduate. Oh, I know who yeah. this is. Yeah, yeah. She recently accepted a $300,000 full ride tuition scholarship to the Yale University. So, um, we, we're advocates of black girl magic here. She, in my opinion, is the most recent, uh, example of that. I agree. And, uh, oh, I can't say that. Yeah. Okay. I knew I was about to say something else. I definitely cannot say that, but I'll just say this. My wife knows her very well. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So I'll just leave it at that and y'all can read between the lines there. So Jillian Jolly, we see you, um, you're, you're my shout out. Keep up the good work. Dope. All right, let's get to the uh, the BS. So, you want to go first? Sure. Um, Walker, another one of the guys in your cabinet, uh, and I mean social, personal, friend cabinet, <laughs> the Donald Watkins. <laughs> it, Walker, what so I like about a, you is you so keep like your... IG handle <laughs> the Donald Watkins. <laughs> You, you keep about- your circle of friends very diverse, and I appreciate that. You know, I mean, I do. Yeah, you got a lot of friends out here, Walker, okay. and you, you make me go online or research your relationships with these people. So <laughs> you could you could have come to me and said it's all out there. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're, you're highly thought of on the on the, on the interwebs, <laughs> these internets. Yes, Donna Walkins. Um, I guess what is he a local attorney here in Birmingham? Yeah. If you want to call him that, I think he's an attorney by trade. But what he does outside of the legal profession, was. yeah, or was yeah until the yeah, mm-hmm. and he he he's had some legal issues. <laughs> um, he put out an open letter to Birmingham's black community that includes yourself and mine, Walker. And so you, uh, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I got ahead of myself. Whoa, that includes you, Walker. Excuse me, come again? <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> I walked right into that one. So, uh, Mr. Watkins. Uh, a wide net he got you. <laughs> Sorry. Let me get all of them. Even the ones that are kind of iffy. The one on the fence. We, we may throw them back, but let's get them anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. Watkins uh, publishes an open letter, which I think at the nucleus of it is clickbait, but um, we're gonna we're gonna break it down a little bit. He talks about his concerns of uh, black residents of the city of Birmingham. He starts with our beloved Mayor Randall Woodfin, who is a close friend of mine, and uh, so I've I've got to separate bias from this. But um, he talks about, and, and I'm gonna paraphrase, but he talks about Woodfin not being in, tuned into the future of Birmingham. Mm. And to be f- t- almost too focused on the symbolic of Birmingham. Can we backpedal real quick? Sure. Put a pin there. Sure. He, I think it was what, wire fraud? Yes. That Donald Watkins was found guilty of recently? What, two months ago, something yeah. like that? Right. Okay. So, so that's just backstory. So you see, he hasn't, he hasn't been, uh, he's been found guilty, but has his. He hasn't, he has started any time. Hasn't been sentenced. No, no. He's just been found guilty so Correct. far. 
Okay. You, so while he's waiting, this this letter comes out. Right. Okay. Hence my clickbait. Gotcha. So, um, and I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, I, I proceeded with this with the assumption that everybody knew, but no. Thank you. So, um, one he, he had five big points. Uh, one was one was Mayor Woodfin and his effectiveness. The second was the education system in Birmingham failing uh, black children. Especially our shout out. <laughs> that Go timing ahead. was perfect, Walker. That was a direct hit, by the way. But I digress. <laughs> Who am I? Right? Well played. We just read the news and celebrate people's victories. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Go on. Um, and he, he he took another shot at uh, Birmingham from a government perspective and uh, called or deemed the, the Major League Baseball uh, them pulling out of the building a ballpark here for youth development. Mm-hmm. He, he deemed that to be the straw that has broken Birmingham's back for centuries to come. Hmm. So what's I was disappointed in that though. Yeah, I was too, but is that the end all for Birmingham? No. I, I Walker, sorry, I don't like to take calls mid mid uh recording, but Amazon is calling and I gotta see what they want. <laughs> this is important. This is Bezos, right? Right. All right. He surely doesn't want to build anything in Birmingham or the surrounding area. So basically, his letter is to everything that's wrong with Birmingham. Absolutely. Not, not Birmingham, but Birmingham and its impact on the black residents of this great city. So um, so what are your thoughts on that? Why, why, why is he your player of the week? Because, because we know right now you're the flapping fish that's been pulled out of the water, right? Gasping for that last breath. What an analogy. Before your head gets cut off. And you're served on a plate in Havana, Cuba to tourists who are afraid to eat the chicken. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> but congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It's clickbait and it's it's let me see my relevancy if I have any left and I know what lies ahead. So let me just get everything off that I can. Let me empty the clip off, right? Oh, full circle again. Thank you. There's there's well, he he he's on to something with the with the MLB and that futures league or whatever thing they were doing, right? That that hurt Birmingham not getting that. But he has a picture of Mayor Woodfin and two other city council officials, right? And he's challenging you to look at the body language of these people in this in this image. And Walker, when I read this article, I kind of focused on that part, and I probably stared at it for a good seven minutes trying to see whatever he saw. Because I didn't see any bad or questionable body language. And then, even if there were, who cares? If this is if this is going to be your, uh, is this going to serve as part of your bibliography to validate some of your opinions? Dude, you got to find something else. Give me numbers or something. But Donald Watkins played himself because, like, no one cares. You're a fraud. <laughs> you know, we know that. And, again, you're just... You're just trying to see what you got left in the tank, if anything, even if it is irrational. And pointing fingers at mayor, I mean, a ton of people do that, but what grounds are you standing on, really, outside of the MLB thing? Get him out of here, Walker. I can't deal with him. Okay. 
Uh, you know, I, I I promise you, I haven't had much to add to. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting the timing of it, if anything, which is pretty much what your point was, right? The whole timing of it. Now you can always be. I'm always a fan of constructive criticism. Sure. Um, and I think constructive constructive criticism is the most effective because it at least points out the good. And there are some good to the city. There's some good things that are happening to the city and whatnot. Granted, the whole MLB thing was a loss, uh, which I was disappointed about. But that doesn't mean the city is just screwed for years to come. You said centuries, dude. So <laughs> I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought that was excessive, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, outside of that, I, I don't have much to say. Yeah. So my player of the week goes out to... Um, your favorite car service, Uber. Did you hear about this? I did not. Okay. Uber has had to apologize this past week after their main social media Twitter Twitter page posted a racist tweet. What? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, so there's this person. Um, he goes by the real, real the Cheney. Sounds official. I know, right? Hate for me, the fake V Cheney. <laughs> the fake one got their second. Ah, gotcha. There you go. Gotcha. Um, he posted, had an awful, I had an awful driver today. I want my money back. Please respond so we can work this out. Okay. So Uber support responds. As a matter of fact, hold on, hold on. Let's get to the one where they start with the one they apologize for. Okay. This will be better. Uber responds, and this was the 29th. This is on Monday. We'd like to sincerely apologize for the offensive tweet that was sent earlier. We're investigating what happened to make sure it doesn't happen again. Okay. Okay. Here's what they're apologizing for. And this was their response to real the chaining. Right? Okay. We're so sorry about that, comma. Nigger! <laughs> ER. The N word that rhymes with trigger. Right. <laughs> Bigger. <laughs> Not A, like right. Jigga. Right. Raw Digga. Right? None of those. ER. We're sorry about that comma nigger <laughs> exclamation mark. Please send us a DM with your phone number with additional details of, of your concerns so we can connect. Did this really happen? <laughs> We're so sorry about that. Nigger. The capital E. At least they were respectful. <laughs> they don't even sound like... <laughs> Does that, does that, how, like, does does that, that look like autocorrect? No. Even if it is autocorrect, autocorrect usually corrects you based off of words you've used in the past. <laughs> wink, wink. Right. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm wondering how how did it, how did we get here? Oh. <laughs> and my question for Uber support is, what are you investigating? <laughs> this is pretty clear cut. <laughs> right. It could have been anything. <laughs> Could have been Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't really mean anyway. Like, right, right. 
term of endearment. You're right. <laughs> We're so sorry. Like, how? <laughs> listen. Okay, let's 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 fair, bro. What kind of apology is that? <laughs> that's the most ill apology. That's the most nastiest apology I've ever. <laughs> With the <an> exclamation. <laughs> like. Like what? What if a white person was like, "Okay, we gotta bring, we gotta pull this word back out of retirement, right?" right? Just for this. What if a white person was like, "Nigga, I'm sorry." <laughs> At least feels like that. I'm sorry about that, nigga, nigga. Right? Then say, "What am I gonna DM oh. about? What am I gonna DM you about after that?" <laughs> I'm gonna DM you my behind the kiss. That's what I'm going to DM you. Are you serious? <laughs> We're investigating the matter. <laughs> and sure, this never happens again. <laughs> I just want to know. I just want to know what the investigation right, consisted right. of. Like, who did it? <laughs> no one? Oh, my goodness. No what, one? What do you... What do you... <laughs> what do you say? That's open to close case right there. Right. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> right. Oh my god, this walker. This is how police departments sound oh. after we've seen the cop <laughs> empty the clip. Right, right, well, right. Got to investigate it. We got, we got. We're looking who, who into knows this. What could have really happened? <laughs> Uber, get out of here. Oh my god, how did I miss this? Get out of here. That was this week. That was this past week. Absolutely. How in the world did I miss that? We are so sorry about that, you nigger. <laughs> Dude, I've got to stay and, glued to this development. And we retire that word again. But yes, oh it was. Th- I had to use it for this. For this. But anyway, <laughs> that's all I got, man. You got anything else? I uh, I am good. I. <laughs> I'm so glad we're back at the booth, Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry about that nigger about the past three weeks. Um. Anyway, R.I.P. Uh, to John Singleton. Yes. Um. Absolutely. And I got word last night that Afeni Shakur uh, passed. No way. I think CNN reported it. Yeah. I think so. Let me. Let me. And while you're looking for that, we're also going to give our consult condolences. To all those impacted by the Sri Lanka bombings from last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we're after the fact, but it's something that's been close to my heart as that as those stories develop. So, um, yeah, our, definitely our sister. Actually, she's been passed. Scratch that, I think. Okay. I, and I feel bad because I didn't know she's been passed. I thought someone posted that. That's what I get for, for looking at and not doing my research on that. I think she's been passed. Okay. Yeah, it was a throw. Oh, I saw it on throwback. Ah, uh, that time hop got you again, Walter. Yeah, it got me, man. It got me. It got me. She's been fast. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Anyway, yeah. but just John Singleton. Cool. Yeah. Just John Singleton. Legend. Yeah, man. It was. We it throw was, that term around, but that dude is um, unquestionably legendary. I just hate that because I know he had. I don't think we were done no. benefiting from his gift and talent. No. And so for him to pass like that was just so tragic and unexpected. And if there's one thing I can add, it, it, this story just it just feels bad from from a flesh perspective. But this man had a stroke, 
And he actually went in because he wasn't feeling right. Well, he went in first because he wasn't feeling right and then had a stroke, I think, either a stroke or two. Right. And I'm just thinking, like, this dude did exactly what he was supposed to. Now, I don't know about his medical history, but with me, if something doesn't feel right, I'm getting checked out. And he did that. He dropped everything. No reason why he should be deceased today. Gotcha. But, you know, as a a person who's dealt with, uh, you know, prehypertension, diabetes, the whole nine, high cholesterol, all the other stuff. Uh, it, it 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 hits me because I'm thinking, well, and I know you can't you can't base it all on looks, mm-hmm. but the last time I saw John Singleton, he looked to be in far better shape than I am. Um, so I'm thinking, well, okay, I've got to double down, and I've got to I got to figure some more things out. So anyway, Mm-mm. I hate that for his family. Um, incredible filmmaker, but yeah, anyway. yeah. Um, that's all I got, man. That's all I got too. Everyone, thanks for listening. Um, glad to be back. Glad to be back with this guy, laughing it up, chopping it up. Stay tuned for our upcoming. What's I guess we'll be back next week. Yeah, we don't think we'll do another hiatus for a while. No, no. I don't see one in the near future. But thanks again for listening, everyone. Tell us where you can find us, uh, Gat. Oh Tell yeah, that's, new website. that's right. Um, check us out at thetippingpoint.com. That's T H A Tipping Point. Dot com and uh, everything you need to get tuned in with us is there. So we've created one spot for you to visit. So you, so those of you who've listened, you've heard us real, you know, go after, uh, not go after, you've heard us real out, you know, Instagram, Twitter, and the whole nine. Man, bump all that. We got everything at thatippingpoint.com for you to get plugged in. So, um, yeah, there it is. All right. Well, thanks again for tuning in, guys. And this is the Tipping Point Podcast. Have a great week.